This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Billy, you here? You ready? Let's do this. Leonardo Jenkins? Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I hey forget. how's it going, Billy? You two have met, right? Have you two? You guys have, like, talked before? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've met on Xbox a couple times. Okay. I just couldn't remember. I mean... I mean, Billy was going to play D&D with us, you know. Yeah. Oh, that was right. That was, we were in that group text. I just couldn't remember if we had talked, if y'all had talked before or met. Matt, <sighs> Billy, Billy, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> just trying to be polite. Fuck me, am I right? Uh, yeah. We weren't, like, mad at you. We were just, like, confirming. Yes, we I, have. I could yeah. hear the pitchforks and the torches. <laughs> Lighting. A lot of things I can get mad at you about. That is not one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Name one thing you can get mad at me about. Oh, man. Uh, okay, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Palpatine. Don't put me on the spot. Oh, man. That's just something you can get me enraged about. That's not. He doesn't even know about Ray Palpatine, so he I mean, can't technically it, get mad at me about I've it. I've been told I haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen Something. the movie? Yeah, he hasn't no. finished what I uh, refer to as the Palpatine Chronicles. <laughs> I'll bring it up later in the episode. Yeah, yeah, this episode, oh, we shit on Star Wars some more. <laughs> I did listen to... You and you guys talk about it for your, in your last episode with Cloud. Yeah, that was funny. You're like, I'm... and are we going to talk about Wandavision? Because fuck that. Game. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Wandavision, Billy, you you watched it? I know Matt yeah, has. I, I, I just finished watching it. I mean, Liz did. Man, I fucking loved episode four. It was good. Yeah, it was nice to get. Yeah, I, I think it was just the right amount of time. To start showing what's going on outside of whatever the hell's going on in that town, you know? Yeah. Because um, if they went too long, it would have been like, okay, this is fun, but when are we going to figure out what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think what I liked most was that, one, it showed, uh, it showed uh, you know, more of the people coming back from the blip. So more of, oh, like, yeah. the, the ramifications from that. Um, I like that we introduced uh, characters from Captain Marvel uh, back into the, you know, we brought the daughter forward and sad about Mama Rambo. Um, yeah, we got, we got, I, I liked that this episode had a few characters from like, like side characters of random yeah. Marvel movies coming together. Um, I, was, it, was it Marvel movies or Marvel comic books? Because I don't remember, was Photon in, a, in Captain Marvel? Um, th- uh, well, Rambo, the mom that, you know, yeah, sh- Maria. Sh- yeah that's Captain Marvel's best friend. And so yeah. the, her, oh, that's right. And her daughter oh, the in the movie oh, brain exploded just now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, um, Liz was, Liz was not sure about that either. She was. I had to explain it to her. No big deal. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I I absolutely loved when the FBI agent introduced himself with closed hand of magic yes. as a reference to Ant Man Two. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I like that, that was pretty great. So fucking fantastic. And then when uh when uh when uh he when she asked if he wanted a chip and he thought she was talking about if he wanted kids. Uh, I fucking love this whole goddamn episode, man. I gotta be honest. I I was telling Poet uh, earlier, Billy, that my wife and I tried to watch the first episode, and she's like, I'm not into this. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll watch it later. And I haven't really like got into it. And Poet's like, if you... Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about it tonight, so if you want to watch this episode, you, I was like, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> I want to go back and watch everything now, because... It got me super excited for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's kind of nice, actually, because you don't have to do what I do, where we wait and find the time where to watch it together. Because uh, since it released, we were, since we record on Fridays, and it releases on every Friday. <coughs> and, and Poet like, watches it at 3 o'clock in the morning every Friday? Before he goes to yeah, work. <laughs> and, like, you know, Liz works, and we have... Uh, 13 month old child's like yeah finding the time to do it before we record that night is sometimes difficult yeah uh, but we managed it this time and uh even though there were occasions where booker wanted to yell really loud for no reason poor guy he's going through this phase right now where he just needs to be on liz all the time and even then like he, it's like he can't get close enough to her. Like he'll be on her and still be like upset. He's trying to get back inside. He's like, I don't like <laughs> so, it. Out here. Like, we, no, it's it's no, it's serious. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Because uh, he's, he's having guess, a mid-baby crisis. <laughs> from what I can tell, like what I've what I've seen about this, it's like he, he's he's coming to this realization. Uh, this is the point where babies kind of start to realize. Oh man, I'm not like with you all the time. Mm. You know, I don't know how they haven't realized that, but baby brains, whatever. Yeah, they're starting uh, to understand time and stuff. And does, he doesn't care about me at stuff all. Out. Like, like if I'm in the room and she's in the room, fuck me, because <laughs> who's dad? That's funny. So, yeah, I don't know how he feels about uh, Wandavision. <laughs> Well, go ask What's him. What's noise go in the him. background? Go get him and we'll ask him. I was hoping he would watch it just like and be distracted. And sometimes, for a couple of times, there were points where like he would watch and be like distracted. Because uh, it's kind of hard to find things that I can put on that he'll watch uh, that I want to watch. Because if, if I do put the TV on for him, it's always that stuff that's like... <laughs> it's always like nursery rhyme stuff and... You should just hey, put on the Clone Bob. Wars and just let it go and see what happens. I've, I've thought about that. Uh, that and Avatar. Because I, I do want to watch it. You should completely try it. It, But just, I think what really works for him is the music. He needs, yeah. like, the there's something music. about that music that does it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we... So, we know it's Wanda's in control of the situation. But is she doing this in some sort of grieving manner? Or is she is something going on that we don't quite yet understand? Or is she drawn, she drawn, something, something. drawn somebody in? Well, 
Matt, are you there? It's like he got sucked into his own, like, WandaVision. Right, he did. His wife he, came like, in the room. He hears you on the radio right now and is getting, like, all upset. <laughs> no. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. What happened? So. <laughs> Your wife walked in I, on you podcasting and you got super embarrassed and tried to cover no, up? She, <laughs> she grabbed my AirPods because we both have AirPods. I just plugged mm. mine in and I unplugged hers. So she grabbed mine thinking they were hers and it switched to, to the airpods so she was listening to you guys uh, uh, she must have really enjoyed what you guys us. were talking about I don't, even, what were we yeah, talking I don't even know at this point <laughs> well when it cut out you guys were talking about how wanda had uh created like was she creating this Oh yeah. So do uh, we think? I mean, she's or... definitely in control. Uh, but I'm, th- but I'm wondering how it started. Like, I, I don't feel like it's a malicious thing. Like, uh, the, the, she, maybe it's a partially subconscious, or maybe somebody in this world with her has manipulated her in some way into doing it for some reason. Because I feel like there's got to be some sort of antagonists. Well, and we At know it. We know it ties oh, in somehow to the to Doctor Strange. So we just don't know yet how. They, well, they've they've kind of said that it does, but I mean, it may be. We don't know that it's a major tie-in. It may be something small. I, well, yeah, I think I, it di- it directly leads into true. how she appears in the Doctor Strange movie. Would be my guess. Yeah, it my, could be. My <laughs> guess: Doctor Strange shows up. That's going to be my guess. Like I'm thinking, I mean, of any cameos that might happen, uh, I've avoided any spoilers because I, I don't know if any have leaked or not, and I don't want to know because I want to be surprised. Somebody, somebody has said the main, the, um, the one, uh, a major cameo has not leaked. Uh, uh, Vision said that. Paul Bettany. Not uh, Vision, I've, not the character. Because I was actually telling Liz, because uh, we were talking about like her doing this because she's grieving and she was like, well, why wouldn't she just bring her brother, too? Since, I mean, because wouldn't she also miss him? And I was like, yeah, maybe she will. Because I've been thinking about that. I mean, yeah. she can bring people back from the dead. Well, there's been rumors he he, he appears, uh, what, not to be a spoiler for those things you didn't want to know. <laughs> I mean, no, no, That, but rumors are one thing. And that's also, it's it'd be one thing if it was something that I wouldn't have guessed. But I literally just said that I'm, that is one thing that I believe could happen. So, I mean, the, yeah, that's... Now, if you were like, Iron Man shows up, I'd be like, holy shit, why? <laughs> spoiler, think, spoiler alert, Iron Man shows up. I, I don't think just from that. what I've... Right? Uh, just from what I've watched, I think uh, Wanda's doing it for those reasons, but subconsciously. Like, maybe something happened, or like you said, Billy, like the antagonist... Uh, did something and she's she's created this whole thing to you know relive her time with him or something like that yeah. and it also could be possible that if there is a sort of antagonist for the show it could be Wanda and Vision is the one who's going to have to because he seems to be semi aware of what's going on Dead Vision yeah. was creepy yeah, that took me by surprise. Ugh. I like that. Uh, yeah, I did I feel not. Like if anyone's I did not gonna like talk that. Her down to like stop the, because I mean, 
obviously I think that the thing that they were saying was going to happen is that eventually the radiation levels are going to be dangerous if it keeps going on Yeah, this fake world or whatever. So I feel like she's not going to want to stop this world that she's created. And once Vision has somewhat of a control of himself again, uh, like he seems to be getting, I think he's going to have to be the one to talk her down and Man. stop doing this. They just need to show her that new Wonder Woman movie and she'll instantly be like, <laughs> oh, I've got to let you go, Vision. That was pretty funny. Do you think it, uh, <laughs> the Vision is like it's not one that from another dimension or anything? Like this is a Vision that's uh, some other guy's body? And, and she's just banging him it's over real awkward. and over again? <laughs> the um, whole like illusion goes away and it's like Paul Rudd. I know you too. You're great. <laughs> and Ant Man's like, like <laughs> he was like, I didn't know I was in this. <laughs> oh uh, man. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, I man. I really like this episode. I've really enjoyed this whole WandaVision uh, storyline. So I'm looking forward to see how it plays out. Do you think that have they started making the um uh damn I forgot what I was gonna say. Let's move on and I'll remember. <laughs> have they started making the Loki show, the Falcon and Winter I saw Soldier, that Doctor no, 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 Strange. No. Doctor Strange. Have they started making Doctor Strange movies? They they have not. And uh, last I heard, they're, they're currently filming Spider-Man, and I've heard he appears in Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, from, what so. I'm to ga- from what I can gather, it seems like Doctor Strange is sort of becoming, I don't want to say like the new Iron Man, but one of the, one like of the, the bigger one characters of the that connects. Yeah, like, the... yeah, that'll show up more in other things. Yeah. Um. I guess today, I didn't read the article, but I guess today they also said that WandaVision takes place before Spider-Man Far From Home. For whatever that's worth. Interesting. I don't know what that's worth, actually. Kajita's wares, if you have coin. Uh, well, we we could see what it's worth on the stock market, but... <laughs> don't know what's going to happen there. Wait, so, like, in this episode, you see people coming back from the blip. So this happened, like, right, kind of in that middle period between So, uh, no, so basically, basically the beginning is just, it was showing you who your, who, who, uh, you know, Rambo was, who she is. And so it, it, her story starts her getting blipped back from Endgame and then picking back up with sword, but being relegated to just being a regular person rather than running it like her mom. And then I got you. now, and, and then, then when she flies it in, yeah, she so we don't sucked in and this one. Yeah. When so we don't, happened. so we don't technically know how long it, it was from the moment she blipped back till she was active duty enough to be back with sword. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, she came back skip. on a Tuesday and, you know, on Thursday, she's back to work. True. Um, maybe. You don't know her life. It's true. I'm not her supervisor. I, she might have picked up her messages like, you need to be to work. And she just was like, ah. Why is my badge not working? I'm coming to work. That's right. 
That's working in America, man. Uh, I saw this video today, actually, that was about this woman who was on uh, maternity leave. She had just had a baby like two weeks before, and she was getting an email from like the new HR person at her job. And they were like, hey, just wondering when we can expect you uh, back to work. You know, we're kind of short staffed. And she was like, uh, well, I'm going to be gone for, you know, I'm on maternity leave for six weeks. It's only been two. And uh, the HR person was like, yeah, but you don't have enough PTO for that. So you're going to have to come back after four weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, that's not what I'm doing. And uh, they were like, well, then if, if, if you can't, we're going to have to terminate your position. Jesus. And she said no. And they terminated her. And she sued. <laughs> and yeah, I would. And she won. They she won a bunch of money, or uh, she's I suing she got, them. I think she. I think she got some money. I know that the HR person got fired though, because they yeah. didn't know. Talk about insensitive. Bitch, doing. my vagina is healing. Jesus. I mean, a lot of people. True. There are women that go back after like literally, literally after like two weeks of giving birth, they have to go back to work because they just can't afford it. Bro, you know, <clears throat> which is insane to me. Bro, do you know how, as a man, how long I would milk having birthed a child? I'd never go back to work. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, it ta- it, Liz literally just stopped a couple of weeks ago complaining about her hip pain. Yeah. Because it takes a year for the body to, like, really heal completely or mostly back to from, where, yeah. from where, from having given birth. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny when you, like, see videos or, like, things online about uh, maternity leave and or just like parental leave in general on uh, online and then see people in other countries who are just shot at, <laughs> at like how little we get if anything they're like there are people in other countries are like we get like six months to a year paid yeah they get I was gonna say they get like nine <laughs> months in, in some countries it's crazy uh poet you ever watch that show working moms on Netflix no <clears throat> It's a that I feel like you would really like that show. It's really funny. It's that's a that's a poet show. I think if there ever was, but it's a Canadian show, uh, and hey. it's about it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about working moms, and one of the, the like the main mom is going back to work after a year because that's how long they get in Canada. They're just like, oh yeah, I've been off work for a year because I had a baby, and now I'm coming back, perfectly normal. That's what we do in our country. <laughs> what? Who's in it? Anybody I know? No, just Canadian people. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, that's not necessarily true. The main, uh, actually, I think she's also the creator of the show. She was on uh, a few episodes of Blackish because I remember watching it and being like, "Oh, it's Working Moms, lady." Uh, and the Oscar goes to Working Moms, lady. <laughs> working Moms, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, not for Working Moms. Oh man. Um. Well, fun fact, I am having what has turned out to be a double feature of terrible Jared Leto movies. Would you like to take a guess at which ones they are? It's a double feature. So it was accidental. They don't have right now. They don't have anything to do with it. The second of the two movies is happening. Now the first of course happened earlier today. As time things work, yes. And, uh, oh, one of them has to be Suicide Squad. 
that's the one that's currently playing. And when I selected it, I really didn't think anything. I just looked at Showtime and HBO and it was like, oh, Suicide Squad's about to start. I'll play that. I had completely forgot about Jared Leto until I looked at it. And his You're like, terrible oh, no. Joker was on the screen. Uh, what's another Jared Leto movie? Mentioned, really mentioned recently by Billy Houston. I mentioned it? Yes. And I mean, it's a he terrible in, movie? He was in Blade Runner. You don't know it's terrible. I don't know it's terrible because I haven't seen it. That's correct. The oh new Denzel movie. The Little Things. Oh, wait, little wait, what? Yeah. That was all? Yeah, he's in there. How? It, it dropped today. It's on HBO Max, so of course I got up and watched it. See, I thought about that movie, but I was like, no, that movie is new, and even if it just came out, they wouldn't be playing it on HBO. Okay. So you're watching HBO Max. Does that? Do they yeah. have like a thing on there to just kind of... Well, yeah. Remember they announced all their movies are day and date release. No, I know that, but I didn't know that HBO it came out Max. today. Oh, yeah. It came out today. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. I thought about that, by the way, because you gave me a hard time about how I don't want to watch movies with Jared Leto necessarily, and you don't want to watch movies directed by Ryan Johnson. And I realized or M. Night the Shyamalan. Wait, no, but the difference is at least the people you don't like aren't in front of the camera. Like, it's pretty distracting when I'm like, oh, there's that guy who's a cult leader. Yeah, dude, it, <laughs> it's not. It, all right, so this movie is for the person who loves Seven and wants to see a hollow, less atmospheric version of Seven. Of Seven. It's just not Who's good. John Lee Hancock? Who, what else has he done? I think that's the guy that signed the biggest signature on the uh, Declaration of Independence. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't He's the director of Little Things. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dude, what that else guy he's must done. be old. I don't know that. Right? Thing, but this movie was terrible. It was just not good. That's um, too bad too, because I remember when the trailer came on, it was like before like a YouTube video or something, and I saw it. At first, I was super interested because I was like, "This looks cool. I like Denzel Washington in this kind of role." And then Remy Malik showed up, and I like him, and I was like, "All right, yeah, this sounds like something I'd be cool with." And then he, and then Jared, <laughs> Jared Leto popped Leto. up, and I was like, uh, uh, "Maybe ah, not." <laughs> yeah, no, it's not worth it. Even though he gets killed, spoiler alert. It's not worth it. It's so... You see, I was kind of excited for this movie just because I like Denzel that, that much. I just enjoy his movies, but um, it's, maybe it's, I shouldn't watch this. No, because it's, 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 it's a movie about a serial killer and there's nothing interesting about the kills or the serial killing or the serial killer. Um, or the cereal. Or the cereal. <laughs> uh, All this motherfucker does is eat Lucky Charms. There's, <laughs> there's, there's such questionable police stuff in it. It's almost like this person has no idea how the police actually perf- like work, like and, work and, 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 and function. Yeah, and it's just, and like, and you're watching this movie, and there, and there's no what I would call serious resolution 
in regards to the killings at all. Um, in fact, there's an entire loose thread that's like is just like a fucked up throwaway. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Um, like, is it just about the relationship between the detective and the killer? Or, no, or is it it's the- that it's so like this is a movie about the two detectives and and like one of them's tortured and when you find out why and then what happened you're just like well that's just ridiculous and then and the other one like is portrayed in this manner but then never really kind of like acts in that manner and like Weird. and the whole time is just like it's just played in a really weird way, but then like you get to the end and it's like all the characters suddenly decide to do things that like, that like don't make any sense for them. And it's like, it's almost like they were like, they engineered this movie based on the final scene in seven and then just worked their way back. And it's, and there's no substance because of it. Like, I think they're all trying to build to just, like, the seven moment at the end. And so there's no no substance. And when you get to it, you're just like, well, thank God this is almost over. So is it it based on that movie at all? Or is it based on, like, the the Seven Deadly Sins at all? Or, like, what? No, you can just see it. It's just inspired by the fact that you have this older detective and this younger detective. I see. Okay. Following a series of killings. And like I said, like, you know, in seven, at least you had the serial killings have the serial of the seven deadly sins. Like these are just a dude murdering chicks and putting bags on their head. And like, they're like, there's, I can't even explain it, man. It's just not good. It's not good. There is a fantastic video that I need to find again because it's hilarious. And this is something that would be easy to do again today because this actor's reputation since then has changed for the worst. So I think anybody could really do this. There's a guy who's recording him and his friends watching Seven. And one of the friends... At the time, not for the reason you would think now, absolutely hated Kevin Spacey for whatever reason. Just the Mm -hmm. actor bugged him. Maybe he just saw the future and knew what was going to happen. I don't know. (laughs) But he hated him. But if you remember, they don't advertise in any way that Kevin Spacey is in this movie. You don't see him until like an hour and a half in. uh, It's all Brad Pitt and what? Yeah. So he had never seen Seven, didn't know anything about it. So they recorded him watching it uh, without him knowing it. And they just showed the part where, like, it's revealed that it's him. And they're sitting there in silence for a second, like, tense from the moment. And as soon as Kevin Spacey comes into the view, he just goes, You motherfuckers! And watching the rest of this. That's fantastic. Who was the older detective? I can't remember. Morgan Brad Freeman. Pitt was the, oh, Morgan Freeman. That's Morgan who he was. Freeman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just and, can't remember. And famously, that talking about seven, famously, and I just only Denzel, saw the trailer for that other movie. It really does seem like they just tried to copy seven. Copy seven, like De- and exactly. Almost. Famously, Denzel turned down seven. <laughs> oh, oh really? really? I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, yeah. So it's just it was not good. Don't I don't recommend it. Like, I mean, I watched. I have HBO Max. If you have nothing else to watch, but do not pay money. Don't go to the theater to see it. Just not. It's not. It's not good. Like you, I feel like there's a lot of other things you could watch on HBO Max. So yeah, oh, there is the Fresh Prince documentary. I definitely recommend that. I would like to watch that. Actually. It was so good. We had HBO Max for like a month and a half. Uh, my oh. brother-in-law, we gave his us his password and stuff, and we watched like. You know, Wonder Woman and a bunch of other stuff, and I didn't watch the French Pit, Fresh Prince documentary before it ended, and I kind of regret it. I really wanted to watch it. Yeah, no, I was super I'm good. I'm gonna get it at least for a little while because there's movies coming out that I'll that I want to see. Yeah, I do. I want to watch like Kong Dude. versus Godzilla. What? Let's Godzilla. talk about that trailer. Let's talk about that trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I. It, it was pretty much what I expected uh, for that, you know, kind of trailer. I I'm a little surprised at how hard they were pushing for like King Kong is essentially the good guy of this movie. At least for now, like I, I know I've already mentioned, I know what's going to happen. Like they're yeah. going to have to team up against whatever the, like the real threat is, which theories online seem to be pointing to Mecha Godzilla, which would be pretty cool. Well, I mean, you can see him in the trailer. I, can you though? I don't know. That doesn't seem like, like... in the background. Is there like a, a well, split second where you can see him? The, the, yeah, very, the very first saying. shot of Godzilla, it's a mechanical Godzilla, uh, and then in the background, like debris and stuff in the way. It's not really like you can't really tell for sure. So I, don't, I mean, maybe on I your, won't be surprised if that's the maybe case. on your small ass television, but on my, my giant ass TV, that's a. Hundred uh, percent of Mega first Godzilla. First of all, I watched it on my phone, which is <laughs> actually the small. And then, that's where I um, watch most of my stuff. And right. then, uh, and then there's a shot of a guy in front of a computer screen, and behind him appears to be a Mega Godzilla schematic. Uh, I mean, that's also something you could throw in a trailer to like mess with people. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah, for schematic. sure. That's true. People are going to think it's in the movie and then they're going to be disappointed. And well, awesome? well, how many times did we see Hulk in the Infinity War trailer and then Hulk's not in it in yeah. the in the Wakanda battle? It's Banner in the Iron Hulk suit. So, I mean, you can do anything you want. I mean, hell, the whole Endgame fight in Rogue One that was depicted in the trailers isn't even in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. I do have a question. I have an answer. I probably don't. I don't know. I don't, what I don't think forty two. <laughs> so I just out of curiosity, how much do you think it would cost to build a giant mechanical Godzilla? Not like even like, it's not like it's gonna ruin the movie for me, because look, I'm watching a movie about a giant monkey and a giant lizard fighting. I know what I'm going in for. Right. But I I do want to know, like, come on, are you gonna try and explain how you afforded this and why you did it? I mean, I mean this, yeah. It's it's a and 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 I mean without knowing the story, the assumption is 
that maybe, you know, maybe it, it, the question is, is this a thing we created and then somebody's turned against us or is this somebody secretly has built this thing, right? Now, if it's something yeah, like so. humanity an, built, oh, like now, we were like, oh, like we, we're inspired by Godzilla. Let's make our own Mecha Godzilla, and then they're like, "Aha, you fools! I control your Mecha Godzilla!" And we're like, "Oh no, what a terrible idea!" You know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna be pissed if it's a thing where like they secretly because how the hell, dude? Would how you would secretly you secretly build? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I think, now, I think it'd like be better if else, like some sort of I don't know alien, which is fuck I don't know. Here, and, but All here, right. I think it'd be better if they created this thing to like, you know, maybe kind of rein in Godzilla just to like, uh, you know, keep him at bay sometimes and not have him destroy everything when he does come about. And then it does like a term, like a Skynet kind of thing where it just comes alive some sort of way and it becomes a bad guy. Why becomes the antagonist? Why does this make me think of the meme where it shows that goose that found some like plastic goose and like fell in love with it and lived its life with its plastic goose and like I just think of us making this Mega Godzilla and like Godzilla sees it falls in love <laughs> and like we're, we witness the horror of Godzilla trying to mount our Mega Godzilla just in some turn like, it off turn it off nature documentary gone horribly wrong. Um, here's. Again, one of my biggest problems before and now definitely having watched the trailer, making King Kong the size of Godzilla to me doesn't make Kong look or feel big. It makes Godzilla feel small. Small. And then having them fight on that battleship, nothing about that battleship felt like it was a giant, huge ship, like what I imagine would have to be the biggest ship that we've ever built to to be able to hold Both a God, Godzilla and Kong fighting on it. So to me, that look it just seems ridiculous. And I don't, again, I don't understand the concept of having to make King Kong bigger to fight Godzilla, like. Forgive me, but there's a reason monkeys are, like, in the zoo. Like, if a strong-ass monkey rolled up on me and wanted to fight me... Buzz off, Giuseppe. A pep, go for the face. <laughs> like, I'm probably gonna lose, let's be honest. That monkey's probably gonna fuck me up. Because I'm not ready for no primal fight. And I'm just saying, if you have a super strong Kong... Fighting a Godzilla ain't got no reach. He got a little tiny T-Rex arms. All Kong got to look out is for that tail. And most likely, he going to catch that tail and swing swing around and catch Kong with a right. I just think you keep or keep hit Godzilla with a right. I just think you could keep Kong a normal-sized King Kong, and he could still fuck up Godzilla. That's all I I'm saying. I don't think so. Only because when you think about, I mean, like, the size of of King Kong is, like, climbing a building like you think of him like climbing the empire state building yeah and godzilla is literally bigger than buildings like, yeah exactly yeah. that was my There's point a, like it would be it's not it, maybe if he think was about, like half the size think about yeah. this though think about if booker 
had all the primal rage of an adult, but he was in that booger shape, and he just started to wail on you, like a uh, grown man punch in a little baby fist, I promise you, you'd be like, hold on, somebody else got to take this little man. But I'm I about think to get in that fucked comparison, up. though, if, I'm, if, if by comparison, like, I'm supposed to be the size of Godzilla... Well, I mean, I feel he would like... still be too big to be King Kong. Like that's he would still be smaller. He'd be like more like me versus a rat. And don't get me wrong, I don't like rats. I'd avoid it. But <laughs> I still think if it came down between me and what him, if, it, you know. What if it was a rat with superpowers? What if the rat <laughs> had been bit by a spider and it now had the, the, the power of powers. the spider? Uh, I mean, oh I'd be God. more concerned if like. The rat had like learned kung fu and also taught like four turtles his like moves, and that'd have That's to deal really with all five. Worry. Look now, here's the real question: What color are the bandanas on these turtles? Because there's only one correct answer. Wait, wait, are you saying they can't be all four different colors? They have to be no color. They have to be one solid color. No. Yeah. They're either red bandanas or get the fuck out. Nah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's always oh, wow. bothered me, but that's because I've I've I'm a, I've been a teenage mutant ninja turtle fan since the comics. So they've always had red bandanas. So when I see them with anything else, it's always like, ugh, children. As you say, you're coming off like such an old man with that like cuz even by comparison to me, you know, I'm, yeah, I watched the I'm cartoons. And they, than, had, you know, Gen they had Z, blue, but... orange, red, and purple. Yeah, like and I was Donatello all the way. I feel like if you told somebody, like teenager, twenty-something year old, you're like, "Hey, did you know that uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to all have like the red bandanas and stuff? Actually, they didn't have four different colors. They they wouldn't believe you. I think they would be like, "No, who's this guy talking about?" You're lying. Shut up, old man. <laughs> No, that's not true because they have worked the all reds in in various mediums in the cartoon and I think some of the video games. Oh, really? Yeah, there was I one of the ca- there was one of the cartoons where they went on this hella crazy like trip through alternate timelines where they Oh yeah. where they yeah. met up with other turtles and they went to a black and white turtle universe where the only color was the red of the bandanas. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I remember this. I, didn't, I don't think I watched the whole thing, but I think I saw it like online or something. Because didn't they also meet up with the the original cartoon yeah, turtles? Yeah, the original too? cartoon turtles, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. It was I did the, not watch this. What it was this? the most ambitious crossover in, in, until Infinity Pre-end War. Pre-Endgame. Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Free I don't know about that because you know there's a, an episode of Power Rangers, the Space Power Rangers, and they teamed up with the live action turtles. Shut up! No, I didn't know that. No, really. There was which a, which turtles? The the ones from a terrible TV show that lasted maybe a year on Fox Kids. Uh, this was when they had a I live action vague, show, and they added that. a fifth turtle. She it was a she <laughs> oh, girl yeah. turtle. She had a light blue. Yeah. Oh, this is just terrible. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare. That had to. It's almost as bad as that Michael Bay movie. Movies. I don't know about the second one. I didn't see the second one. I just couldn't put myself through that again. 
Yeah, yeah, that first one was so bad. It was bad. It was bad. There's one good moment in that movie. There's one moment that stuck with me that I was like, that's pretty cool. And it's so dumb. I don't know why I liked it. But when Shredder and like the people are like breaking into the sewers to come and get them, and I don't remember if they're all there or just Splinter, and Splinter takes his like sandals off and just sets them aside with his foot. Something about that, I was like, oh, man, he's about to fuck some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he said, not in my house. Hold on. Let me take my shoes off. Um, Yeah, man, anyway, so don't go see the little things. <laughs> Back full circle. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what did you think of, what did you think of Kong and, and, and Godzilla's size, or I'm presuming that's Mega Godzilla actually that we see Kong fighting. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I think you know I'm down for something different. You know, change the but, sizes. But it didn't look it didn't look off to you. No, like you thought uh, Kong looked that, the size again, of Godzilla. I think that I, I I'm just not a huge fan of either Godzilla or King Kong. I'm not like a kaiju person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nor am I. So I, I don't, I th- I'm sure that that might bother some people. I'm not that kind of fan. So maybe that's why I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't um, really bother But I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think it looked fine and I'm, I'm excited to see the movie. I think it'll be fun. Uh, Cause I liked, I granted, I haven't seen, I still haven't watched the last Godzilla movie, but I've heard it was pretty good. Oh yeah, the I enjoyed Godzilla it. King of Monsters. It was pretty yeah. good. I liked it. Um, I I had a little bit of issue with it just because Kong's not. I mean, even in the like most recent Kong movie, he doesn't seem that big. He seems like you know about he still has He's to climb not. a mountain. Uh, yeah. I remember there's a line in the movie that covers that though because they say like he's still growing, and the movie took uh... place. But... In the 60s, 60s? Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah, in like 60s yeah. in Vietnam, yeah. Um, maybe, okay, okay, well, that makes sense. Maybe, like, in the movie, they'll fully explain, like, why he's this big now, or he, like, never stopped growing or something. Yeah, like I think that. he was, just, I think he was just still growing, yeah. Because he wasn't, like, a full grown adult or whatever. Yet. And he escaped his, his island. Yeah, I get, so my biggest problem for, and is just that it does, in, in the, in the scenes we've been given, God, Godzilla doesn't look Kong doesn't look big. Godzilla looks small to me, and, and that's probably because we haven't they haven't showed Godzilla or Kong next to like a building or whatever. Um, so maybe you don't have once, any other like reference to size. Yeah, and, and like that ship they're on doesn't feel like a gargantuan ship. Like that, I feel like you would need to have, especially to have that fight. We were talking. Daniel laughed when he saw that scene. He's like, "Man, you couldn't, Con, you know, what having him Con try to jump off that boat like that." I just started laughing. <laughs> you like sink boat? Uh, oh man! But as somebody who has HBO Max on the Friday, it comes out at three o'clock in the morning. My ass will be watching that motherfucker. And then yeah, I'll yeah. be like, Billy, Billy, you need to watch this step before we record tonight. Cause we're going to, I'm going to talk about it. It's going to be spoilers. And you'll be like, God damn it. Yeah. No, that's, I, and I'll watch it. Cause I do want to see it. I want to, I'm not as excited about that as I am about like a couple of other movies that are going to be on HBO Max. Like, and I know we've only seen a little bit from it, but I'm super excited for the Mortal Kombat movie. 
Mortal Kombat. I haven't so seen anything of it. Have they Wait, dropped like an official trailer? The, yeah, the trailer is supposed to come out like in the next couple of weeks or so. But if mm. you watch the, uh, I know there's like been the stuff HBO that's Max dropped. Some, yeah, there's been something that had footage like, from is there it. A I remember. Yeah, yeah, well, you see like a couple of like scenes from. They did the same thing with, uh, the with Kong and Godzilla. There were like yeah. a couple of like quick shots of them before the trailer came out. Uh, so yeah, like if you yeah, watch it again, you'll see like Sub Zero, a close up of him making like a ice dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think and, you see a uh, shot of him and Scorpion fighting before they're all ninjaed up. And when is when is it slated to be on HBO? I, I think pretty soon, actually. I think it's like cool. this summer. Cool. Hold on, let me look. Nice. I, I don't actually know for sure what the release date is, but I think I, I think it's pretty soon. Which is why I'm surprised because I keep I've been looking for months. Like every time I see news about it, I'm like, oh, is it the trailer? No. You know what's Which, funny? Mortal Kombat is a franchise I have way more interest in than I have playing the actual game. Video game. Because I could never do any of the like Mortal Kombat moves. Like I was always I... like a straight Street Fighter kid, and then I went to Tekken. And it was like when 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 I would play Mortal Kombat. It was like I had suddenly went from like, like it was like I tried to learn a bike backwards all of a sudden. And I just could. <laughs> it's funny how never different they are. Because uh, I feel like with most people, it, it there really is like a particular fighting game that works for some people. Like I'm sure there are people that can do the style of all of them in some way, and, and or just prefer. A particular one, like there's some like people who me, are just really good at fighting games. Yeah, like I remember growing up and playing Tekken like three. I think the one that the first one that I played Tekken uh, three, and then Tekken Tag. Yeah, well, I didn't never played the Tag ones. I don't think. But, <coughs> oh. uh, and I, I I enjoyed it. I was pretty good at it. But there was something about Mortal Kombat. Whenever I would play it, I, it just it stuck to me. Yeah, I've always been pretty good at it. I remember one time. Uh, there was, we were having like a housewarming party at this place that I lived, obviously. And, uh, uh, we, we invited people that we knew, some friends of ours and people from work. And there was this one girl that, uh, came and I was like, oh, you know, she's cute. As you know, but my roommate, I was like, yeah, you know, you should talk to her. Like, yeah, totally. She liked video games. I was like, oh, cool. You want to play some video games? We, gotta, you know, we were looking at what we had, what I had. Cause I, I'd like, oh, Mortal Kombat is right here. Have you played the new one? And she was like, uh, I don't think so. Like, let's play. It'll be fun. I kicked the shit out of her in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You know. You're just I, looking at it like, what are you doing? You have to hit the buttons. No, you should have let her win. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but also, I wasn't like a jerk about it or anything. Like, it would have been way worse if I was like, take that, bitch. What are you <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Fatality. What you gonna do? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was gonna say I like me and my brother played uh, Street Fighter a lot, and I don't know what it was about that game. I I played with Guy a lot, but that game never super clicked like it did for my brother. But I was the same thing as you, Billy. For some reason, more I was better at Mortal Kombat than anything else, but I still suck at fighting games. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I can't oh, yeah, do I Mortal Kombat. It's only because of how they've switched it up with how the fatalities work now. Um, in that they're like a you lot. Have to do is as the, a part of a move, or like you have to like end well, with it or something like well, that. Well, those no, are brutalities. Yeah, so they split them up where there's like a brutality. There are brutalities that you can, if you hit the right button combinations on your like final hit. It'll yeah. do like an automatic brutality, uh, and then there's just the regular fatalities like you put in the moves, which are a lot simpler now than they. Like, yeah, now they're I like a, they're like, so like they're. I think they're like button pushes most of the time. Yeah, like they're I not even like it's like, not like yeah, it's it's super up, easy. Up, down, down, left, right, A. Yeah, X. no, it's <laughs> none of that. No, that is no, it is like super simple, like almost cheat codes, like up, up, down, down, X, and then or maybe X A, whatever. I don't know what you're yeah. playing. But, uh, but yeah, I've always enjoyed those. I, I just looked it up, by the way. The movie is supposed to come is slated to come out April twentieth first. Cool, nice. Which I, was, oh, I damn, can't believe that's so soon. Dude, that actually concerns soon. me too because I'm like, they haven't really released a lot either. They're like, either they know they don't have to because like people would be like, oh, I want to see the Mortal Kombat, movie. or they're like, oh, this is terrible. Let's just show a little bit and then we'll push it out and maybe no one will know how bad it is. Which I hope isn't the case. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is I can't hear Mortal Kombat without hearing Mortal Kombat. Uh, did you actually the uh, the games never really acknowledged much the uh, the movie mm-hmm. movies? I should say. I can see why they wouldn't acknowledge the second one because I don't. If you guys have ever watched it, it's terrible. It's just all. I think I have. Uh, oh God! It's it's it hurts. Uh, not as a fan, it hurts because it's just so cringe. It, every line of dialogue is. When uh, was the first one? Was it in the? It was in the nineties. Uh, yeah, the first one was like ninety five or something. Yeah, it was. It, it was is like ninety seven. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was seven years old. Even then, I liked everything. I thought Batman and Robin was amazing at that age, but I, well, I, saw I think that second one was one of them. This is terrible. Raiden was one of my favorite characters, <laughs> and when it was when we found out it was the Highlander guy, it was Chris Lambert. That was Raiden. I was like, <gasps> I liked him a lot in that movie, and I'm actually that reminds me of what I was going to bring up. You know, they put uh, they they released for the uh, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, some new costumes with four versions of characters from the movie first. <laughs> And they oh, had really? Christopher, yeah. So they had Christopher Lambert voice Raiden in those outfits. That's uh, awesome. They also had the guy that they also had the guy that did Johnny Cage and the actress that did Sonya Blade, uh, which I like both of them too. So, yeah, so they they used awesome. their voices in the in the things. That's cool. You know what? It took Christopher Lambert being Raiden for me to not think that Raiden was a bad guy in Mortal Kombat, and a hundred percent. The reason I thought Raiden was a bad guy in Mortal Kombat is because Raiden is a bad guy in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, because of the hat guy. Oh, yeah. And the electricity. Oh, man, I remember. And the electricity, I got that movie. Yeah. The hat. No, the hat. And the electricity. <laughs> God damn it. I, I'm not I racist. That, I know that that one guy. person <laughs> 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 in a hat, you're like, it's Raiden. <laughs> it must be raining. And electricity, Jesus. Oh, uh, 
I, that, the way that that guy dies in that movie, I mm-hmm. thought was so brutal. Like, I know one dude that explodes, which, yeah, that's terrible. But the way that it's shot, there's something about when that, like, statue lands on him and crushes him. Like, it always makes me like, ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's not a pleasant way to go. Um, I love that uh, so much, man. I... You will love what? I love that movie. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's wildly racist, but I loved that movie as a kid. Oh, yeah, wildly. That's, we were watching – it's a completely different subject, but my wife and I were watching Grumpy Old Men again like over the holidays. Uh-huh. And those movies are great, but they are so incre- – like they can't make those movies nowadays. People would just rip those movies apart. It's just – it's so ageist and like misogynistic. It's, it's bad. Man, it's been a well, Big Trouble in Little China at least has the advantage of uh, the one white guy in the movie who is the sort of hero really isn't the hero. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's like the just, anti-hero. Just yeah, like a he really just like, the whole loses time. and gets beat up the whole time. Uh, shoots, the, shoots the gun in the air to let the entire enemy team know they're about to get <laughs> fucked up and, and shoots the ceiling, ra- the, the ceiling hits him and knocks him out. It's like fantastic. <laughs> Doesn't he also like stab somebody or a monster or something, and it falls on him, and he's like takes forever trying to get it off of him? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah, everything resolves by the time uh, he gets it off of him. That's fantastic. pretty, pretty great. Pretty great, Kurt Russell. Yeah, you can um, say that about really anything, Kurt Russell. I'll... True. And you can't think of something bad Kurt Russell has done. I'm, I'm sorry, I won't say bad movie, but like a bad role. Like What's I think your... even in bad movies, he's. Screw that. What's your favorite Kurt Russell? Movie or yeah, him movie. as an actor? No, favorite Kurt Russell movie. You get one Kurt Russell movie. I don't even have to think about it. The rest of your life, The Thing. The Thing. Hmm. That movie is amazing. I think that it is a near-perfect movie. The Thing? Matt, do you oh, have God, your yes. Kurt Russell movie for the rest of your life on deck? Oh, man. I I don't know. I it's It's kind of like a toss-up. Between what the Hateful Eight and Escape from L.A. What what is it? And the Christmas Chronicle. Escape. The Christmas Chronicle. <laughs> the Christmas Chronicle. No, I was gonna say. You don't know Santa. Escape until you, you, you were gonna say Santa. Fate of the Furious, weren't you? <laughs> Escape from L.A. and Tango and Cash. I don't know why, but dude, you Tango. A lot of Tango and Cash. Tango and I, Cash is on my list. I fucking love tango love and cash I, actually, I do have a soft spot for tango and cash uh i don't know about escape from la i like it like but compared to escape from new york i'm like it's this is not it's not good. but yeah. here's the thing i think ultimately i if if you put a gun to my head i have to take tombstone over everything else As much as I love Tango and Cash, I fucking love Tombstone. The I actually need to watch that because I haven't seen the whole movie before. I think I've only seen like half of it. Yeah, I don't know why I never finished watching it. And I remember really long in the middle. It it starts to kind of stretch out in the middle, and then the the like because the beginning part of Tombstone is amazing, and then like kind of in the middle, everybody's the the family stuff starts to get some years. Middle is fantastic. I don't remember what really happens in the beginning, so I'd have to. The, the one thing that stuck with me that I remember, and the reason that I would really like to watch it, since I'm not really a fan of westerns, 
but I just recall really enjoying Val Kilmer in that, like oh, the yeah. little bit that oh, I saw. Yeah. You kidding me? He gives the performance He's of amazing a at Doc Holliday. I was like, "Fuck this! Is, I thought this guy was Bruce Wayne. What's he doing?" Uh, <laughs> all right, you get here's the next question. You get one Val Kilmer movie. The Saint. The, I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh, so, so you're gonna take the Saint over Heat, huh? I have never seen. I don't the know. Saint. I actually don't love Heat that much. Oh, I like it. It's how okay. dare you? It's so long. It's so long. And I I'm like, fucking it love doesn't heat. need to be this long. I love Heat. Uh, I don't know. One Val Kilmer movie. Uh, but The Saint is fantastic. I love The Saint when it came out. I mean... <laughs> I just keep thinking of movies that I haven't seen, but I've heard are terrible, like The Saint or like <laughs> The Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Yo, that movie is trash, son. Have you... Uh, I know I've mentioned it on the show before, and it's worth mentioning again. Y'all the, gotta watch the documentary. <laughs> it is, it's, if you think like the movie is crazy, it's insane. Like the way they they went about making it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, if I remember God, correctly, you told me because like I watched some documentary, and then the very next week we had Charlie on, and something Charlie and we talked about brought up that same documentary. Yeah, is he? Uh, is he? Is he the fat guy in Doc? Is he Dr. Moreau in that? No, that's no, no, Marlon Brando. Oh, Marlon so Brando. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's like Marlon Brando's like right-hand man or whatever, or like, his assist, like the guy that he like relies on for shit, which he wasn't supposed to play that role. Like He was going through some hard times, uh, like drinking a lot, and I guess going through a divorce or something. So mm-hmm. he was supposed to play like the protagonist, like the main guy. And then he was just like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to play uh, this role. <laughs> he just and, switched his mind. Uh, yeah, and then the studio, because they didn't want to lose him, because that was part of the way that they got the, the funding that they did, was they had him and Marlon Brando, because uh, at the time, Val Kilmer was hot. Uh, so they are like, uh, all right, let's get... So like they had like a, a week to just find somebody to get this role filled. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even remember who it is. But it's just some guy. Who is uh, it? Watch it be like some um, like amazing actor. I mean, I haven't seen I'm, the movie. It's been. I'm gonna go so crazy, long. crazy off the wall. This is probably one of my favorite roles Val Kimmer was ever in. Willow, Mad. Martin. Oh my god! <laughs> Why did I forget Willow, dude? <laughs> Fuck me! Uh, I actually, I, I this is a great transition. <laughs> I actually created a D&D character based on Matt Mardigan and played him for, like, at least six months. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I actually have to look up Val Kilmer movies because I realize I don't – either haven't seen or don't like a lot of the movies he's been in. So, yeah. like, let me see. Top Gun. I've never watched Top Gun. You've never seen Top Gun? Dude. Never seen it. Oh, man. Top Gun. Uh, you know a there's a one. new Top Gun movie coming out, too? <laughs> Oh yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah, dude, oh, it was. No, no, I do. I know the one. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's a great movie. Yeah, that was. A and good he's movie, really yeah. good in it too. He dude, I in... can't believe I fucking forgot Willow. I don't want to play this game with Val Kilmer because I can't come off Willow, Heat, <laughs> and Tombstone. 
Uh, Mad I'm just looking at these the movies that I forgot about. Red Dude, Planet. I, did anybody ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I I remember watching that a long time ago. Um, dude, I I to this day will say, will tell men and women it'll put hair on your chest simply because of Mad Mardigan. <laughs> it'll put hair in your chest. She's a girl. <laughs> really? She doesn't want hair on her chest. Oh man! Well, speaking of D and D, the reason I wanted to have Matt on as our guest is uh, because uh, I wanted to have him come on since we're D and D bros now, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about our adventures and uh, com- com- complain a little bit about the fact that I my character's alignment may switch while while I'm playing. So just to be clear. <laughs> The point of what of having him on the show after an hour of talking, we're just now <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when we were talking about Big Trouble in Little China, I was like, "Where were we supposed to talk about D and D?" I was thinking of that uh, Beyonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, look, we don't got to be talking about D and D. Fuck it. My name's Poet. That's Billy. This is Matt. Good night. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> like that, Amazing. Um, Real but then, yeah, I mean, like, we, it's not like we got to talk for a whole nother hour. I mean, we could talk for a whole nother oh, hour. Oh, no, no, D&D. it's just funny to me, though, because uh, I, I, you semi-mentioned it, and I had forgotten until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about all kind of other stuff. Well, for those listeners still listening, we're going to spend another hour and 45 minutes discussing the intricacies of D&D and our current campaign, which Billy was supposed to be a part of, but uh, couldn't be a part of because he has a life like a normal human being, and I do not have one of these lives, so I have to do uh, a pen and paper life as well as the life I currently have. Uh, I mean, I... Believe me, I'm kind of jealous of your pen and paper life. There, there. I don't know. I don't know, Billy. I don't know if you would be. I. It has been a rough campaign for your boy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Cloud is not pulling punches. Uh, so, so what kind of character do you play? What do you mean? Like what? What's your race? What? What's your? Uh, 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 class, all the things. Hey, do you remember the last time we talked about D and D on here and did D and D? Yeah, like a he while back. Created the same character. This is. I don't this, remember that. That was a long time ago. You got to be just, specific. I'm still playing the same half elf poet, <laughs> warrior, el- eldritch knight, a character with an owl, <laughs> with an owl that Actually, I never mention until somebody else mentions it. Or until uh, my character Bjorn makes an owl sound <laughs> to call his horse, <laughs> and poet's owl shows up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's fantastic. So I'm playing as as poet, the half uh, half human, half elf warrior, now eldritch knight. Uh, Matt, you play as uh, I play as Bjorn. He's a uh, kind of a Viking ish Northman. Uh, he's half barbarian, half room knight, and, uh, you know, adventures ensue. It's, uh, also it's been pretty a fun. Also a 90s pop star. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How does Bjorn sound? 
sometimes I can't do the voice like just automatically. It's I have to like get into it. I'll 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 bust it out in a second. Just to get into character. Um uh and then uh Data is playing as a um as Data is a mysterious character because his his alignment is in question. Because well, we don't know his alignment. Yes, we've asked him. He seems very uh, like he's with us right now because I think whatever he's looking for or into, we're like a like align. Our paths are aligned. And I think there may come a point where we may have to contend with Data. Um, but uh, Cloud's character that he played with us in your campaign, he has appeared now in our campaign. Because you know he he plays that character in quite a di- bunch of different things. So of course, since I'm playing as the Quarion same character, yeah, Quarion. So as soon as this, as soon as Quarion showed up. Uh, I I was like, hey, and he just he just went about being Quarion, and then uh, a little bit later, I was like, I kind of fucked up that he didn't recognize me, but whatevs. <laughs> uh, so I forget that you were playing the same character. Well, no, he knows I'm playing the same character, but his Quarion is always a different character. They just uh, share okay. they share so, sort of a quantum entanglement uh, element, even though it's not the same Quarion from your escapade. Um, I acted as if he was, but now we have Aquarian on our journey. So, but he's not the same one. He is an alternate version. Yes, almost as if like from a different dimension or something. But exactly. you are this. Are you the same? You're the same, or Te- yeah, technically I'm the same. It's the same character, but none of like none of my level up and adventures with you counted. I I just started this character as a brand new character in this universe. Um, essentially. And so I don't, I don't remember if I had this problem in your campaign, Billy. I'm sure I did. And I'm sure that you just brushed it off, but cloud does not, does not allow me to brush it off. (laughs) What was this? What was this problem? Well, you know, I'm constantly screaming at people that in threatening manners, that then oh, yeah. instigates some sort of event that we must then contend with. Basically, all of the rest of our characters have told Poet that he's not allowed to speak in social interaction because he only pisses everybody off and like ruins stuff. Uh, so <laughs> Gets so himself put in jail. So once we were in a flying castle and these vulture knights showed up and... Uh, Matt tried to talk to him and they were rude to him. And I uh, tried to do an intimidation and I screamed out, uh, I'll bury my fucking sword in your chest. And instead of cloud being like, all right, do an intimidation check. He said, all right, roll for initiative. (laughs) So then we had to fight these vulture knights in this flying castle. And we didn't really know how the host of said flying castle was going to deal with having a bunch of dead vulture knights in his residence. But ultimately it was fine. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, he dealt with it pretty good. 
Yeah. Just glad that we got rid of him because they were annoying him too, I guess. Yeah. So, and then there was these merchants who were selling wares. And basically at this stage, Matt's character is nearly in a frantic state to trade with somebody. And this was his first opportunity to trade. And I, Matt had in the very first town we went to acquired a bare skinned rug cloak. And I then grabbed a bear skin rug cloak and we were wearing these proudly, but cloud was not a fan of these and took every chance to belittle us for them. And for wearing a rug as a cloak. And so, uh, these merchants showed up and Matt was getting ready to trade with them when they made a comment about our cloaks. And I yelled at them until they ran away. Um, and then, and then, ruined was, it. yeah. And then there was a birthday party for a nobleman that got interrupted by some hill giants. And then we followed the hill giants and we came back to warn the town about the hill giants. And, but then it, the nobleman was mean to Matt. And so I told him he was being a dick and he threw me in jail. And then I almost died cause he tried to assassinate me in jail. I mean, when you when you think about it, though, from a character perspective, it's actually kind of sweet that you care so much about Matt. Like, if somebody gives him a <laughs> shit, you're not going to let that go down. Like, you're like, no, you don't talk to him like that. Mm-hmm. What's and it's, I'm I'm wildly abusive to Matt any other times, but the moment anybody <laughs> says anything cross to him. I'm like, I'll fucking kill you, my dudes. And I'm the rageful barbarian, so you would think I'd be the one getting in fights all the time. He's constantly fucking, constantly (laughs) fucking, fucking, calm down, fucking, what are you doing? That's my best Bjorn, it was a terrible Bjorn. What the deal, bud? You don't have to, you know, duck like this. Why? (laughs) Oh, man. Are you poor at? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. I, it's, uh, honestly, Billy, I I was trying to do a like Nordic accent like a long time ago, and I landed on this kind of weird thing between <laughs> uh, Norway and Russia, <laughs> and I just kind of stuck with it. And when I do any kind of like Northman accent, that's the one I usually end up just going like, with. My wife, my wife. <laughs> no. Did anybody watch the new Borat movie? I have not. No, I actually just watched the first one for the first time a couple of months ago. Oh, really? I, I yeah, I had never seen it, and I just we were, me and Liz were talking, and I don't know. Uh, I guess I think that all the memes and the jokes, like just they were, I got over it really quickly, and I was like, I just I don't really flat have now. interest in watching this movie. Uh, and then Liz was like, I oh, know you got to see it; it's hilarious, and there are some funny moments in it. Uh. She thought that the end was unscripted, like a ton of the rest of the movie, when he goes after Pamela Anderson. Yeah, and it turns out that is not the case; that it was in fact scripted. Um, yeah, which is good because watching it, when I was watching it, I thought that until I looked it up that it was unscripted, and I was like, this went from a fairly funny movie to incredibly uncomfortable. Right. And now that I know that she was in on it, okay, it's it makes it different. Yeah, it makes it's it a little yeah. funny. 
But it's still like, uh, it wasn't enough to make me want to watch the second one. And then the whole thing with Rudy Giuliani, I was like, do I really want to watch this guy be as gross as I already know he is? Yeah, right. Um, did you like it, Matt? Uh, I haven't seen. I watched the first one, but I haven't seen the second one. Mm. Um, uh, I, I don't think I, I'm. I'm kind of in the same boat with Billy. I don't think I liked the first one enough to watch the second one. It was. I love Sasha Baron but his. I don't know. I can only take so much of Borat, basically. Uh, I do not like Sasha Barry Cohen at all. Like I never found him funny. I didn't think his Ali G was funny. Um, I didn't think his Borat was funny. What was his other one? Bruno. Oh, uh, Bruno. Yeah. 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 I've never thought anything he's done comedic wise has been something that I would find interest in. Um, that being said, back to D and D. This was I feel the like you're just jealous of his of his wife. If anything, no, she's. She's uh funny because I she was great Who in um, oh, she's wedding hysterical. crashers. Uh, Who is he married to? She, he's married to the the got a stage five clinger to the the crazy to not girl. Amy Adams. Yeah, to not Amy Adams, oh, the girl really? who looks like Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In okay, wedding crashers. Isla Redhead. Fisher. I, 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 yeah. I, Isla Fisher. Yeah. Um, no, I was she's gonna say. Great. Yeah, no, she's hysterical. I just don't think he's funny. Like, I don't think, like, those characters, I don't think, I don't like those characters. I'm like, I don't think they're funny. Or whatever. Um, <clears throat> D&D. Yeah. This is what I was say, though. The thing that made me, they, that, that they threatened my alignment with is because if, when I, when I threatened the noble, when, when the thing went down with the nobleman, I was real close to fucking pulling my sword out and killing him and two guards. And... I would have felt bad about killing the guards, but I'd have killed those guards to kill that nobleman. Basically, he's he's leaning more towards like a chaotic neutral type of character, which is kind of like what Raiden is. He's a chaotic neutral character. He's not good or evil. He's just the he's more. What? Oh, you mean in like Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I just not really, like not anymore. Or maybe he was before. I remember they did a good job of, uh, in the ninth game when they like read like basically redid the first three games as one game. Uh, that was is he more on that was more fantastic the when they did that. It was, uh, and I loved what. Actually, I really liked. <laughs> there's one part that I didn't care for that almost ruined the game for me. But I really liked the part where you play as Raiden and. and he realizes what to do, and he t- tries to stop Liu Kang, and ends up accidentally killing Liu Kang. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't play that. I, but it's what began my love affair of watching the Mortal. Somebody played through the Mortal Kombat story, so I've watched nine, ten, and eleven. And I'm, like so we're you talking, like played through them. No, watched solid, play? like solid, like I don't even know how long, but it feels like three hours. Of just oh my God. Mortal Kombat cinematics that just tell the whole fucking story. And I'm fucking here for it. I'm invested. I'll stop. I'll come back because I got to go to work. I'll come back from work. I'll be like, all right, let's, let's pick this Mortal Kombat story up. It's a good That's story. I, try, it I is. haven't seen anything for 11 because I want to play it. Uh, but I have played 10 and I really enjoyed it. I actually really liked what they did with that story. Because I always wondered, you know, 
what the thing I didn't like in nine is there's a point where they kill like all the characters that are basically in the room is like nine at one time. Uh, and I was like, really, we just got to know all these guys. And like, just like that, you just off them, whatever. Like it's not a, the biggest deal, but I thought it was weird. But the thing that I liked is they kind of fix it in 10 where a bunch of them end up through magic or whatever, coming back to like life. Reincarnated. Yeah. Uh, including Scorpion. And I like, I really liked that. Cause I was like, I like seeing Scorpion, uh, as like this human humanized character. Uh, it's actually really one of the better parts of the game. I thought, yeah. Uh, also, I really like Johnny Cage's daughter. Uh, I liked playing that last part. as her. Yeah. I liked her story too. Yeah. I think 11 was on sale during Christmas, Billy. You didn't... It was, but I and I got a few games then, and I thought about getting that one, but I was, I, I ended up just uh, getting a bunch of like cheap games I've been waiting on. Plus, more important, after I got them, I was like, I've got so many games to play, I can't really, I shouldn't buy any more right now. Uh, although maybe I should, because like I remember the sale that I saw for like it had like all the expansions and stuff for like yeah, everything, bucks. yeah. Maybe I should. Have done That's crazy. Can I just say? Mortal Kombat! Um, I 100% had no idea they were saying whoopsie, and I 100% thought they were saying pussy. This just in, they're saying toasty. Toasty! And I always... I always thought it because I couldn't play Mortal Kombat, so like a lot of the times, I would just get into that crouch position and do a kick maneuver, and that would get me out of a lot of uh, oh, type, yeah. type yeah, things. Yeah. And it always seemed to happen that I would be doing that, and he'd be like, Toasty! And he'd be like, damn, this motherfucker's <laughs> calling me out for my terrible Mortal Kombat gameplay. I'm like, this say, game's I, fantastic. Playing that, that role, I, uh, but I can't really complain because when I play the older ones, I would always uh, play Baraka and I do the thing where like he just like does his blades up and down over and over again. So I just keep doing that, and every time somebody would come here, they get hit by it. That's, That's hilarious. Awesome, I love it. I love it. Uh, Billy, what's your experience with uh, playing D and D? Like, did you used oh, to play D and D a while ago? Uh, when I lived in Memphis, I had a few games going. Uh, actually, the roommate that I mentioned earlier, uh, it was when I lived with him. I got him. We, we'd been talking for a while, and I don't remember why. I think he was, he might have been a little bit into Magic the Gathering. Uh-huh. Like, not a ton, but enough to, something like that. It's weird how it was like a little thing that we were talking about one day, and it led to us talking about Dungeons and Dragons and how we had never played it. And we just kept talking about it. And for some reason, I, I saw, like, the starter kit in Barnes & Noble or something. I was, it was, like, around Christmas time. And we had talked about, like, getting each other something. So I was like, I'll get him this. And so we, I got it. That. I was like, yeah, we can play sometime. And he was not, he did not waste time. He was like, no, we, we, let's do it New Year's. And I was like, what? That's really soon. <laughs> it's like, let me read this. We're doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we didn't do it. Like we tried. Our friend uh, that we worked with said that he would DM for us. And he was like, "Okay, well, you guys don't know how to play, and also you don't have characters, and it's New Year's Eve. If you want to do this tonight, I don't think that's gonna happen." <laughs> so, yeah. So we just like learned how to play and got it together and got a bunch of people from work. That was the best time I've ever had playing. It was such a good time because like it was my first time. I was learning. Was it, it was fifth edition or did you guys play four? It was like, fifth edition. Uh, it was right when it came and out. we just somehow managed to get 
a real consistent game go. Like we played every week and it, there was a lot of us. We had six people, including the that DMs. There's five people in our group, but we never like I think there's only a couple of occasions where we missed a game. Like for almost a solid year we played every week. Uh and it was great. I had an absolute blast. That's awesome. And then I DM'd kinda... a, a game when I me and Liz moved in together for a few months. Has Liz that ever played? Fun. Do what? Has Liz oh, has ever played? She played one night. Uh, I had a one shot that I did with a few friends, uh, and she played. I think that was the only time she's ever done it. Uh, she's just not really into it, which is too bad because we don't really know anybody out here. I was like, let's get a D a D and D game going. You and me and. <laughs> Booker. Uh, Booker. And Booker. <laughs> and the cats. So we'll just get the cats. Let's do it. Let's do it. A uh, whole bunch so, yeah, of tabaxis I, running around here. And then yeah, I just, I, we've done like a couple of the online stuff. You know, I, I tried back when Liz was pregnant and then things got busy with that. I don't know if you know this, but when your wife is pregnant and also has a baby, you also become real busy. Yep. Weird. Well, I don't know that from experience, but I know that from hearsay. I mean, television had always taught me that all I had to do was sit on the couch and complain, and she would do that. <laughs> television <laughs> lied, like, my dude. I mean, this is not what it was like <laughs> on Married with Children. Right? <laughs> Al Bundy uh, prepared me for something way different. <laughs> I almost said Ted Bundy, and that, that would have been way <laughs> <different>. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> Um, Turns out Billy's been the killer this whole time. (laughs) I know you, uh, I know this is like one of the first times you've played for a consistent, like, amount of time. But have you, did you ever play, like, when you were a kid, like, old school D&D, like, first or second edition? This is it. Zero zero editions before fifth edition, (laughs) where Billy, uh, when, when I asked you to help me create my character, was the first time I'd ever cracked a D&D book. Gotcha. Last yeah, year. What was that last year? Yeah, was that last yeah. year? God damn. No. Or maybe the year before. No, year before. I think it was the year before. This would have been towards yeah. the We played yeah. on the show towards the end of 2018 or 2019, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No. 20. I don't know. God, was Dude, it time doesn't exist anymore. Does it, it doesn't. Time is a flat circle. Or whatever um, Matthew McConaughey said in that one show. Oh, my God. I was always interested in playing, uh, but I never really, I don't think I really had any friends that seemed like they would be into it until much later in life. Plus, I, my mom was like real against it for some reason. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I think her my... ex, it, her ex-husband like played it a lot or something. And so she was just like, I'm not, I don't. Like, oh, it put a I'll... bad taste in her oh, mouth. Oh no, hell no. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, which I thought was still a weird reason. I'm like, at least um, it wasn't because believe... you were a devil worshiper if you played it. No, 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 nothing like that. It, it what about was right you? You that... played 100% as a kid. You came out of the womb playing it, right? <laughs> you just came out with some dice. My first, the my first experience. Out of D20. <laughs> <laughs> I my uh... get in there. <laughs> I'm not even getting in there. <laughs> what is this? Uh, oh, my older. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. Uh, my older. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh... What's wrapped around his leg? It's already uh... filled out. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh... My first experience, my older cousins 
uh, got D and D, and they would play it. And me and my young, me and my brother would go over there on the weekends or something like that. And you know, we always wanted to play. They would never let us play because we were younger. Well, finally, we when I was like ten, my cousin like said, "Okay, I'll I'll try to run a game with you guys." And uh, me, my cousin, my little brother, and this kid that their friend like down the street. Basically, all it was was us looking through the monster manual and like trying to like imagine fighting these monsters and just arguing about how like our powers were better than everybody else's. That was my first experience with D and D. You know how 10 year olds are. Yeah. Um, 100%. <laughs> and then uh, I hadn't played it for a long time when I moved to Denver. Uh, one of we were actually in like a book club. Um, we were reading all kind of crazy books, uh, and we got Billy loves talking books. About, you should talk to him about it. I, do uh, I, I don't even remember what we were reading. Uh, we had just started. It was like we were reading some philosophy book. It wasn't Nietzsche. It was something crazy. I was like, this is a serious book club. Uh, anyway, we started talking about uh, Dungeons and Dragons for some odd reason. And one of the guys there, uh, he was like, I used to DM Dungeons and Dragons. And we were like, what? He was like, do you guys want to play? And we are like, yeah. So, like, same thing, Billy. All of a sudden, we started playing D&D, and there was, like, six of us. And we played straight for, like, a year and a half. <laughs> and it was amazing. I mean, I hadn't ever really got into it that much. And we played second edition, actually, back then. And second edition is, like, really super crunchy it's it's it, i i prefer fifth edition way more um but it that definitely got me hooked on i'm playing dnd i played a half elf ranger uh i basically was trying to create aragon but a half elf My dad so aragon like and live tyler's life. kids <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. uh my dad when dad my dad was in college he played uh quite a bit although he got sick of it and so did a few of his friends because i guess like the actual role-playing part of it he wasn't a fan of under certain circumstances particularly it was because uh when star wars came out there were situations where like dms would like throw in lightsabers and stuff no, um, yeah because everybody wanted to play star wars instead of D&D. well but it wasn't really like a part of the game they would like find like a lightsaber for what for whatever the situation was, but they the character wouldn't know what a lightsaber is, so like there'd be situations where like they turn it on while looking at it and it would kill them instantly. Uh, <laughs> and my dad it was like, I hated that because I mean, yeah, they don't know what a lightsaber is, but I do. I'm not gonna do that. Like, yeah. uh, so like he ended up like playing different types of games, and he also made his own game with a couple of friends of his called Survival where they would get like magazines and stuff for <clears throat> survival equipment and like guns and stuff like that kind of, and they would yeah. give themselves like each character had an allotted amount of money. I think that they could use before they went out on missions uh, where they would basically, they had this thing that was like a portal that would take them to different worlds and they would go out and have like different sort of dungeon, not necessarily dungeons and dragons, but more like, Modern day Adventures. style fantasy portals and yeah. monsters. Yeah, <laughs> there you uh, go. and the, you know he was describing it to me, 
And it was funny because he was like, you know, I had it on my mind for a long time because I always thought it'd be like a cool book. And I had this idea of like how to put, you know, put the book together. Or like maybe I thought it'd be like a good movie, like you write a script or something about it. And fast forward to like 1994, this movie comes out called Stargate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And my dad was like, I was kind of pissed. Like, I don't, I know they didn't take my idea. I know that nobody was like listening in on me or anything. That's like, basically <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. That's so good. He liked the movie though, so, and the show, so it turned out alright, I guess. That's hilarious. You know, uh, they I did actually love make Stargate. It. I love that <laughs> I know, movie. That'd be great. That's that another great Kurt really, Russell that, movie. That movie might be Alan Emmerich's <laughs> best movie. I don't know if it's a, it's the best role in ever, but it's a great Kurt Russell movie. I think, I, I, I think for quality, it may not be like the most fun. Cause like I love independence day. I know it's yeah. silly, but that's, but like quality wise, as far as like the acting and the, the writing, e- even the special effects, I still think the way that that, the gate opening looks is really Amazing. good. I think it looks really yeah. cool. Uh, I think all that together, it it it's really good, uh, especially when I you love- compare it to like his more recent stuff, like 2012 or whatever the hell else he has. I loved a lot of the uh, the sci-fi um, movies that came out in like the the late 90s. That was just kind of t- I get I don't know maybe it was just me, but I feel like that was kind of a golden golden era of uh, really off the wall science fiction stuff there was some good stuff man uh obvious ones like the matrix and then i think uh yeah, yeah you had movies that people funny i i wouldn't say that it, it didn't copy the matrix's look but i think that there was like something about that there's a certain tone around that time for some science fiction movies the that was pretty similar uh-huh. uh even though the movie was very different so like even though it kind of looked like it i really like dark city uh, oh, yeah, very different from great. the Matrix, but it also has like that weird, dark greenish. Tint I know what you mean. That that <laughs> this when they figured out how to tint movies. <laughs> yeah, but it works. Sometimes that yeah, works. it does. Uh, I think in the case of like that movie, or as long as you do it in the in the right way at the right times, uh, there are some situations where I just it's it's not good. Like if you make a movie like super dark all the time. Uh, like with a filter and then you're supposed to have say like a character that I don't know flies around and is really super like a man would normally not be able to be uh, it would be weird if you made that like super dark great gray you know, like muted tones yeah if dark city was just like super bright sunny all the time oh actually that happened if... at the end of the no, or if I, Night I, City no, was that way, movie. if Night City was like all bright and super dark and or super light and vibrant all the time, fucking wait, hate that shit. Wait, that's exactly how Night City is. Should it be? I know, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I know Night City. I know. Oh God, let's talk about something else. <laughs> oh, would you like to we talk about Ray Palpatine? Up, I should, I should go and see my. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for like an hour and a half. I'm poet. I'm Billy. And I'm Matt. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza.
Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Yes, I, I, that was a lot of fun. I've been running around for the last like forty minutes on this. Uh, yeah, on this map for Doom. Uh huh. It's one of the master levels I've never played before, and I legitimately have no fucking idea how I'm supposed to get out of here. Is it kind of like a maze, dude? No, it's like a big open area, but I can't. There's, no, I don't see anywhere else that I that I haven't gone into yet. Like, somebody, somebody remade the very first Castlevania in Doom. What? Oh, I saw something about that. Yeah, dude, it's insane how it looks too. Dude, that would be awesome. That was yeah. actually one of the levels that I played while we were recording because there's a Castlevania level in oh, Doom yeah? Two that you can play. That's fun. Can you? Are there are there mods for like the Xbox version of Doom? No. I, uh, I mean, oh maybe. But they're not like legit mods, like Skyrim mods. No, no. no. Oh so, no. no, yeah. I wish more games did that. I wish more games let their community like uh, just mod their game. For you know, a game does that. Fun city skyline. Uh, really? You know what? Mm-hmm. It it has they, a couple. The, one of the things I really like about it, and I don't know what the later versions did or like the last version, I guess, because I didn't get it. It didn't look very good and the reviews are bad. But I have a WWE 2K19, mm-hmm. and it has a great system for that where, like, and, and, the, and the ability to, like, create things is so detailed that, like, and there's, like, a specific page you can go to on uh, on the main menu as soon as you start the game. Uh, of like popular community made the uh, characters and stages and shows and people like are basically the arena like, changes and all that kind of yeah. crazy, like the and crowd so people, changes yeah people would make uh oh and titles you can make your own championships too so people were making other promotions and like older promotion material so like wc well wcw stuff was already in the game but like mm-hmm. New Japan stuff that exists now that would never be in the game, like they would make that or uh, Impact stuff. That's another one. The big one was like character, or like they made characters of like old wrestlers that aren't with the company anymore or wrestled for different companies now, like or just like made ridiculous characters of like Batman or Thanos. Crazy. I remember Thanos seeing some of those crazy. when they did that, yeah. Wait, I remember I posted something because I downloaded Batman and Thanos because I was like, there's only one man that can beat Thanos. It's fucking Batman. It's fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, can you think about it? Like, that in-game in scene, like, all those portals show up, you know, and then they all still get beat down. Like, they think they're going to win. Like, the, one more portal opens, Batman steps out. <laughs> It's like, listen, it would have made this zero sense, it. but I would have been on it. Like, yes, you freaked let's out. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know the legality of this. You're probably gonna get sued, but I. Uh, <laughs> let's do it. As long as it wasn't Ben Affleck, I don't care. I was, and I would even be fine with that because I really didn't hate Ben Affleck. Uh, uh, I didn't love him either, but you know, he wasn't. He was definitely not. I mean, he was the just Ben Affleck. With those movies. So do, yeah, no. So do you think? Do you think George Clooney was the worst one? No. Who's the uh, worst? The worst one. Maybe Val Kilmer. Like he was okay. I didn't really dislike because I honestly I don't dislike any of them. Because that's yeah. the thing is like Batman and Robin, as silly as it is, it's not the fault of the actors. You know, they're doing. Yeah, it's the, right. They did the completely. best they could. 
And George Clooney, I think, is just a different type of Batman and Bruce Wayne that I actually kind of like because there is something about not doing the standard brooding, deep voice Batman. You know, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting take on it. Uh, Maybe that's just me looking for any kind of like entertainment value out of that movie, though. Okay, who's your favorite Batman? Probably Conroy. Mine is. Oh well, yeah, I'm thinking live action, but oh, live action Christian Bale. See, really? I, you I like Christian like... Bell more than Michael Keaton? Yeah, 100%. That, no, that makes sense for him, though. But uh, for me, I think a big part of it has to do with I I grew up watching Michael Keaton. Like, Yep, same. What I, are I, I, I you talking about? Mr. Mom? Like, I watched all of the Michael <laughs> Keaton. <laughs> I, was a Mike, I was a Michael <laughs> Keaton fan <laughs> before he became Batman. <laughs> I know, but it's different when you're a kid and, like, you're being introduced to these characters. Like, I, the amount of times I watched that VHS, I broke that VHS. I watched Batman yeah. so many times. Uh, so, you were, I... We broke ours and we recorded it on HBO. <laughs> then we had another one. Uh, I had to get a new one. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I think we, I don't think I ever did get a new one. I think we just got the DVD at some point when it came out. Uh, just upgraded. Yeah. Because at that point, it was like, there's no point in getting VHS tapes. Yeah. Dead medium. Little did I know that hipsters would be like, let's get VHS tapes now. (laughs) 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 That roommate I was talking about earlier, we had another roommate. He was one of those hipsters who was like always getting VHS tapes. and... And, And like old vinyl, like, fuck CDs. Yeah, yeah. True, true hipsters well, so, get the laser disc. So both of them were musicians. <laughs> that was how they laser disc. Uh, and I, I didn't. I mean, I don't know like anything about music. Not like they do. Uh, they showed me some stuff, so like I could like keep a beat or play a chord or two like while we were playing together. But that was about it. So like at least I wasn't left out. But they were uh, they were both in like bands or like they would play with different like specific people. Uh, and do projects with them on the side and this guy always had like he would record the they somehow they would record their music i don't know how he did it uh and it was always like it always sounded like scratchy and stuff he's like yeah i just i love how it sounds like that old school like you know hard sound like it doesn't sound like perfect like it was done and it sounds like i don't know why you like that I didn't say that to him. I was like, yeah, good for you. I'm glad you enjoy this. Uh, but, but I was really thinking, like, this sounds really... This sounds like shit. This sounds like you dropped the record and were like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dust it off. Hope no one notices. Uh, as opposed to my other roommate, the guy that we played, that I played D&D with, who he, he made really cool music uh, that always sounded like video game music to me. And I mean that in, like, a... a polite or like nice way like in a good way, good way yeah. i remember telling him like because the first few tracks that he managed to record with uh, another friend of ours i was like this sounds like what a half-life soundtrack would sound like if it were a movie like and i mean that in the best way like that's awesome to me that's actually pretty I, cool I, I love man half-life. if he still has that i would love to to get it i wonder if he does i should text him and see if he does well we can anyway, keep talking i know forever. i said you I gotta go. go yeah I yeah Oh, All right, because I'm sure they're hungry. Mm. Toasty.